0: through his choice vessel, apostle and bat, Wow, Matthew 28.
1: Matthew 28, very quickly. Thank you for indulging me to just flow as the Lord is leading me this morning. 18, 19, 20 and John 13, 34, 35. Let's read together Matthew 28. John 13:34 and 35 A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another for an assignment the new commandment for the great commission the new commandment for the great commission father we thank you for the amazing privilege to gather again under this open heavens we thank you for the access you've given us to your manifest presence this hour i bless you and i ask that you take a coal of fire again from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of the seventh son that i will come to your people with the word from the throne of grace i hide myself behind the cross My shortcomings and my inadequacies I ask that you have the glory As we decrease, increase And we vow to give you alone the praise The glory and the honor In Jesus' wondrous name we have prayed Somebody shout a big amen. Amen You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence The new commandment for the Great Commission We have been examining for the past few weeks In our church services Midweek service and Sunday this is a very all important subject of the great commission has given us given the church by jesus about truth beloved the power is really in the going it's when the people step out to proclaim the glorious gospel that god goes with them to confirm the words they speak with signs and wonders following Our case is a case that is likened to a 12-cylinder engine or a vehicle parked stationary with so much capacity in the engine, but as long as it is stationary, the engine is idle, not engaged or active, until you crank the engine with the kickstarter, rev the engine, and then open up the engine on a highway and then the the car begins to feel, oh yeah, this is what I'm meant for. For those of you who have cars with big capacities, you'll recognize that the longer you keep them parked in one place, the more uh, of the damage you do to the vehicle. They love to move, they love to open up. So every now and then you take them on a ride and just open up the engine, and the engine smiles and says, this is what I'm meant for after all. In a like manner also as believers, the Lord wired us and designed us not to be pulpiteers or pulpiteers. Right? Not to sit in the church pew or to stand in the church pulpit. We're designed actually to lead the church for manifestation. Jesus remains the light of the church, but he made you and I, the salt of the earth and the light of the world, Matthew five thirteen and 14. So the place of our shining and the place of our glory is outside the four walls of the local assembly. I trust that by now everyone would have caught on this new syllabus. Not really new, it's always been there. But new to us in the sense that God began to redirect our hearts, our thoughts in this direction as a local assembly more emphasis than ever before so new to us to some degree but not new to god or new to the church it's always been there going to the world nothing changed as part of our call to champion revival to be used by the lord as vehicles instruments to be a part of what he's doing all over the world just to be a small part of a big thing he's doing he wants us to keep at a central focus this issue this all important subject matter of soul winning and witnessing it needs to be a central theme in our heart. Alongside the other central theme of prayer. Soul winning and prayer. Beloved, revival and soul winning, they go together as a hand to a glove. Revival, when it hits a place, will naturally provoke and evoke for souls to be one. You're not revived to stay in a place. You're revived to go forth and be a witness of the goodness of the Lord. But also, when men begin to become active and soul winning... Even before there's a revival, it will naturally precipitate the birth of a revival amongst the people because you're touching the very heart of God. One leads to the other, one provokes the other. The very essence of spending so much time and putting so much spiritual energy and emphasis on this subject matter in the past few weeks is not just to create some kind of momentary, seasonal, temporal excitement, but actually is to create a lasting hunger and desire and passion that is staying beyond just a few days, a few weeks. Something that will stay. That's the intention of this season. In other words, I believe it's the desire of Abba Father that so many will not be something we'll discuss for four weeks in a month because it's the theme of the month. <laughs> the power is in the going. And then we'll shelf it again and take on all that subject matters. Uh, but it will become something that is Uh, resident in our hearts irrespective of what the theme of the month is what our focus is it remains something we constantly return to again again as a lifestyle not something we've done for one season and we share it but something that's become a lifestyle that's why i have been very deliberate in the past few weeks uh to crystallize the great experience we've had from the revival flame to Very simple teachings on how to practically be a living witness, how to do it, what it means to be a witness in practical terms. Because sometimes the simple reason why people don't witness, they don't know how to witness or what it means to be a witness. They like the courage, they like the know how. It seems like some mysterious thing for only the great men of God. But no, every believer is called to be a minister of the gospel. When something has become a lifestyle, you no longer need to uh, be encouraged externally, or be coerced, or be manipulated to do It's a lifestyle. So, I believe it's God's intention for soul winning and being a witness to become your lifestyle and my lifestyle. It's very important that we strive to sustain the fire and the zeal that has been activated by the teachings and by the impartation of several weeks. Said over and over again. That those who are blessed by the Lord are not those who simply hear the word. Hearing is only one side of the coin. The other side is to do what you have heard. And it is in doing that you master what you've heard. There's something about doing something you've heard. You become a master. You become experienced at it. Expertise is developed by mastering what you know to do. By constantly doing it. Typically, when we are taught to, 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 to learn mathematics, we're, learn, we're taught to learn by solving examples. The more examples you solve in a particular area, the more adept you are to the mechanics of how they work, the formula works. So, when you see a problem or an exam in the future somewhere, uh, because you're used to it, there's expertise, there's experience, you can solve just about any problem. Likewise, so women, it's designed by God to be our lifestyle as a believer. The Bible declares in James 1.22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, guess what? He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. And it goes on to say, and he goes away not remembering what he looked like. That is the danger of hearing alone and not doing Hebrews 2 I think is the 4 Thereabout about begins to challenge us on the need for us not to allow the things we have heard to slip off our fingers because spiritual truth they are very slippery. We have learned the importance of so winning being the habit of God. We've learned in the season of the importance Of what it means for us to be commissioned by God to reach out to our world to complete the great commission mandate. It's been important for us to have learned as well that every believer born again primarily is a minister of the gospel, what the Bible calls ambassadors of Christ, and uh, uh, people who have received the word of reconciliation and also have received the ministry of reconciliation. So every believer is a minister beloved it's important to understand again for emphasis that the business of ministry is not for the fivefold ministry and i'll show you in the next few minutes uh, we cannot believe that okay if you're called to this big titles apostle prophet pastor teacher evangelist you're the real minister of the gospel you have to do the work of ministry but the truth be told is it's not quite so ironically they are not called to do the work of the ministry in that sense Ephesians 4.11 I read all the way to verse 13 And he being Jesus Gave some apostles And some prophets And some evangelists And some pastors and teachers in The fivefold ministry Listen He gave them for the next reason Listen They are given for The perfecting of the saints Stop there There's a comma or semicolon there that means they're given their own task is to minister to the saints by ministry, bring about growth, maturity, and development. So believers can go from the baby stage to the more mature stage for what reason? So that they can now guess what for the walk of the ministry. All right, so the fivefold ministers to the body of Christ as I'm privileged and honored to do this Sunday morning. Minister to you now but you're not just to sit there to receive the word you're to receive ministry comfort consolation healing deliverance transformation but ultimately so you can go out and do the work of the ministry all right for the work of the ministry guess what as you do the work of the ministry the larger body of christ is edified you see the chain reaction now the fivefold the minister. You do the work of the ministry. Then the body of Christ becomes edified. Grows up to the place of maturity. And he says, Till we all come in the unity of the, of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the aim is to arrive at something called the fullness of Christ. It begins with what? Gifts to the body of Christ. minister to the body of Christ. Then you become workers in the ministry. So you are a minister of the gospel. There's work for you to be done as a believer. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. So no one should ideally sit in a church pew and be idle. It's a misnomer. It is dangerous to sit and be a bench warmer, especially in a church like this. Why? There are certain specific blessings that are due those who rise up to work the work of the ministry. How I many? You think you've been blessed coming to church for six months, one just attending church. You come in, you draw down from those who are serving you. You walk away. You think you're blessed. You're blessed only in a measure. Yes, you're blessed, but only in a measure. There's a thirty-fold dimension of blessings. There's a 60 fold. There's a 100 fold. The 60 and the 100 are for those who have engaged in the place of doing the work of the ministry. Hello somebody! Hello somebody! You see, in the kingdom, there's a the way we climb. We don't climb by sitting to be served. We climb by serving our way to the top. Oh, yeah, 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 Let me go to this place. You see, you don't, you don't climb by wishing to climb. You climb to the top by serving your way to the top. Somebody say, "Serve my way to the top. Come on, talk to me. Serve my way to the top. That's the way it works in the kingdom. So when God goes looking for a king over Israel, he doesn't go looking for in places where people are doing nothing, that I don't no. He goes to the back side of nowhere of the wilderness and finds a little boy, David, who has been faithful over tending papa's sheep. Because God says, if you are faithful in little, I can recommend you to be faithful in much. The disciples of Jesus, study it. They were not lazy people, they were already actively engaged in their career path. They were quote-unquote, professionals, and I'm not saying that to to discount us that God cannot call somebody who's not a professional. but. God calls those who are already actively faithful in something. Professional fisherman, professional accountant, tax man, professional doctor, look physician. They were faithful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, this idea that ministry is for those who don't have what to do. You know, you've come out of school, you don't have a job, carry Bible and be preacher. No. Hunger will grow you. So pastoring is not for the lazy. God called people who were already doing something with their life. And he called you into the ministry to do something better with your life. To work. To serve your way to the top. Jesus said, I am amongst you. Not as one that seeks for you to serve me. But amongst you that serves. What the disciples were. Jockey for position, who is going to be the greatest? Who is the big boy? Is... No, 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 no. You don't understand. In the world system, those who are kings have to lord it over others. But in my own system, my own kingdom, those who are going to be great will have to be the servant of Hekosa of all. Do you really want to be great? It's not a bad thing to want to be great, but are you willing to serve your way to the top? That's the key to greatness. So you can't be in church for three months, six months, enjoy church. And you say this is my church family. You haven't identified with the Rodic School of Ministry. You haven't identified with an a- aspect of ministry you are to be engaged and plugged in to serve. You're a loose potential cannonball. That means you may just be a fair weather member. That means if there's any wind that blows, it may blow you out. But when you go from the outer court, you come into the innermost part, the core of the ministry. And you engage. There are blessings that accrue to those who are in covenant. Huh? Psalm 9 to 13 says that they that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God. If you're going to flourish in the courts, the court speaks of the fringes. Uh, but the house speaks of the innermost being. But, but, but not just those who are in and out. Those who are planted. That word planted speaks of rooted and grounded. That means you are in covenant with the ministry. You agree with it. You believe with it. You love the mandate. You love your man of God. Your woman of God. You agree with it. You are not a fair weather member. There are blessings for the planted. The rooted the grounded it may surprise you what you've not got because you fail to be actually planted it's convenient to be a fair weather believer in church because there's no real commitment in that sense as long as the lights are shining as long as the church is growing as long as church has a good name am i part of the church <laughs> those who said to Jesus Hosanna, Hosanna at the very same that said crucify him what am I saying you don't know those who are loyal to a cause until you are on a cross friends are not those who are with you when everything is working but friends are those who are with you in season and out of season of life Exodus twenty-three twenty-five. I'm challenging you to serve your way to the top, by the way. Exodus twenty-three, twenty-five, and you shall serve the Lord your God, he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and he says, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren, in thy land, the number of thy days. I will fulfill. Please look into the eyes of your neighbor and tell them get connected, stay connected. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Get connected! Especially as we are coming to our conference this week. Endeavor that your heart is really connected to this mandate, if it's supposed to be. Because they are blessings. That I do those who are so connected to kingdom service. You know, Jesus gave a parable of, of the talents in Matthew 25, I believe from verse 11 thereabout. And in that parable, to call the long story short, he gave five talents to and one to another. The first two received talents, five came back with another five. Other two produced 100%, came back with the same uh, interest or dividend, if you call it that. But the man who received one talent, and it's not because he received one talent that is the issue now. It's because he didn't do what he should do with one talent. Because the same words of endorsement, he gave the five talent man exactly the victim. He gave the two talent man because he did something with it. So the issue wasn't what was received, it's what you did with it. Huh? Right, right, right. So the one talent man, if he had reproduced reproduce another talent, he would receive the same commendation because that's 100% increase. But, the Bible says in Matthew 25, 26, sorry, 26. Matthew 25, 26. His Lord answered and said unto him, Here, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I, shall I reap where I have not sowed. And gather where I'm not straw. Thou ought therefore to have put my money to the exchanges or the bankers. I mean very minimal interest. Put it in the bank. Get interest. If you, do, if you don't do business with it, put it in the bank. And at my coming, I should have re- received mine own with usury, that's King James language, with interest, profit. ROI, it's on investment. Take therefore the talent from him and give it. Unto him which has the 10 talents. <laughs> the mathematics of God is very interesting. That it gives every believer something. There is nobody that receives nothing. Wow. That means there is something you have you are to contribute for the furtherance of this local assembly, for the furtherance of the body of Christ in Abuja and the kingdom at large. You have something. Wow. And the moment you hide your something, you fail to utilize it. Number one, you don't become better at it. Uh-huh. Number two, you fail to receive the reward of being a profitable servant. So number one, when you engage your talent, you gain mastery. Huh. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. 29. is thou a man, who is diligent in his own business he shall appear or stand before kings not before mean men so by exercise of your gift your talent your, your your time your talent your treasure when you use it for the king and the kingdom you gain mastery you become diligent and as such you become recommended to serve kings and nobles hey yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And as such, God also will reward you for being a profitable seller. So many things happen when you use what God gave you. Can you declare, use it or lose it? Once again, use it or lose it. It is self-centeredness to keep what you got. You can sing, you can teach, you can share, you can give, you can administrate. You're a man given to order and excellence. You can join this department here and there. You're good with kids. Hey, hey, use it or lose it. Praise God. So in the system of God, we serve our way to the top. Promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. It's the Lord that sets down one. And set up another. He will set down a saw for reasons best known to him. He will elevate somebody who looks unqualified like David. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. You don't become a preacher when you start preaching. You become a preacher when you're sweeping the floor. That's when you become a preacher. When you're arranging chairs, aligning chairs. I was an usher many years ago, aligning chairs. The ushering was, was business, dress, pray up on anointing, trust God that your smile will comfort somebody, That's, just your smile will drive sorrow and suicidal tendency from those who walk through the door without seeing any pastor, just your smile. It's ministry. Your handshake will be a blessing. You're not just shaking, no, you're shaking anointed hand with somebody. As a protocol member, you see yourself to be an armor bearer, it's business. You carry the Bible of a man of God, you're prayed up. You're not about cheating. cheating, cheating. No, it's business. You're ensuring his atmosphere is not polluted. You are sure the music, if at all, in his car encourages his anointing and embellishes grace. It's ministry. And the choir you sing as though you're the pastor. That your own voice, auto soprano, whatever it is, tenor, it, 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 it's, it's so important that you sing your part neat and clean. It's business. That's when you become a preacher. The same level of diligence you give what seems to be menial and things despised. Have you gone out there? Go out there. When you go out there, you see how the cars are packed like they're packed by robots. You go out there. The spacing between cars, amazing. Line to line, amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Somebody, some people are doing serious ministry with your cars there. Oh, all protocol. Can somebody celebrate? <laughs> Go to all Tree. three. Your children are happier there than their school. Because of the amount of the teachers there. Mommy, I want to go to church. Why? You, why? It's, spelled, it's, it's all literary. It's the atmosphere. Heaven on earth. The people that are doing ministry. The way they look after your children, somebody is going to look after their own kids, whether born or not born. It will surprise you. There are men and women in our children's ministry who are serving our kids. Who are still waiting for their kids. You think God will not bring them. Oh no way. No way. He's a righteous God. He, He's a righteous God. I, I prophesy. In particular to those who are serving our children. In the way they are. As many who are expecting the fruit of the womb. Father Lord. Let them be as a sign. For this assembly. In the next 12 months. In the name of of jesus christ Amen. wombs open up the singles for marriages let it be done in the name of the lord jesus as a sign i a token of good for this house in the name of jesus Amen. serve your way to the door hallelujah identify an icc and belong there don't be a jangloba member member of mouth only uh, it's my church like, it's, my pastor. It's, my pastor. It's, my, it's my pastor so what do you say uh, just twice in a month first Sunday, last Sunday you are not rooted if any wind blows you are the first to be blown away and this is a tree that is really rooted and the wind is blowing goes, psh, psh. it will bend as much as possible but it's after a while why? it's rooted can you tell your neighbor? I'm rooted and grounded. This is my house. And I will serve my house. Hallelujah. It's a good place to clap and celebrate Jesus. Praise God. So we saw in the series of becoming a living witness for Christ. A great number of things. Number one we saw. The first rung of the ladder. Is to become. To strive to become an exemplary uh, believer. Christ-like. So that your life, uh, for all intent and purposes, represent the Christ you're preaching. You don't preach one thing and your lifestyle becomes counter to what you're saying. It's hard for your gospel to be believable. So the first place is, grow up to a point where your life is a witness. Number two, of course, you need to proclaim the gospel. And by way of reminder, uh, one of the simple ways to proclaim the gospel, number one is share your testimony. How it is you met the Lord Jesus Christ where you were how the gospel came to you and how life is now one way to share but the other simple way is to take people down what is called the Roman road and I'll take you through that in five minutes if at all what is called the Roman road that means in the book of Romans there are particular scriptures that are pointers to the new birth experience number one again One simple way to to evangelize or to witness is to talk about ABC of salvation. A, A, very simple, A is to make them understand that man was born without sin in the Garden of Eden free will, free born. But by the choice and by the volition of man and by his disobedience, he sinned against God, and the consequence of sin anywhere is death. So he was driven away from the Garden of Eden. Number one A, accept. That every human being is born in sin David said in iniquity did my mother conceive me in sin was I born alright very simple a teach them that from the creator story man fell and man by extension is everybody born from the first Adam praise the Lord you don't teach a small child how to lie how to steal how to whatever it is innate it's like a virus am I correct Praise God. So that sin is a virus flowing from Adam down to whoever your your, your papa is. right? Praise God. Now, B is teach them or share with them that because man sinned, man needed and still needs a savior. A savior to restore or to return man back to fellowship to the father. And man cannot find his way to the father. Why? Because his sin keeps him away from God. So, a need for a Savior and we have that Savior. One person alone amongst all other prophets. Only one. There are not many roads to the market. Don't preach that gospel. There is the way, the truth, and the life. Praise the Lord somebody. John 14:6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anybody can say he is a way. That's all right. We're not arguing about a way. We're telling them about the way. Right? And the way is Christ. All right. So if they tell you, well, uh, there are many roads in this market. No, no, no. There's only one way to this market. His name is Jesus. There's only one name given. Acts 12 whereby lies salvation, and that name is what? That name is what? Jesus. Hello, somebody. Now Romans 3:23, the first scripture you take them to, in the book of Romans. Romans 3:23. You know this? This Roman road. First scripture, Romans 3 23. For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. Right? That's corroborating what he said about Genesis. Sin, short of the Glory of the Lord. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ. So, first step you buttresses that man's sin and man has come short. Short means below glory. Praise the Lord, somebody. The next scripture of import is Romans 6:23 walking them down the Roman road, Romans 3, Romans 6. Please write down, very practical, very simple. Exercise yourself in this this week. Alright, Romans six twenty three. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what? Eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So clearly enough, those who sin, they are working. There's a wage for it, and the wage is death, right? but there's a but what's a but? Jesus has a gift that gift is eternal life so let them understand that eternal life is not worked for or earned it's what? it's received as a gift to corroborate that write down Ephesians 2, 8-10 Ephesians 2, 8-10 we're saved by grace through faith and that none of yourselves it is the gift of God please write down it's a refresher for some but it's valid for many other young believers. So the next scripture in the book of Romans, remember these old issues, you're using Romans to evangelize. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, now come to Romans 10.8 to 10. This is how to be saved. Accept you were born in sin, believe that God sent a savior in the person of Christ. Now C is how to be saved. Confess, pray, believe in prayer, and engage Christ into your heart. See, confess or pray. Romans ten eight to ten. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, how uh, and shall what? Believe with that heart that God has raised him from where? From, where? from the dead. So two things are necessary for salvation to happen. Listen, listen, listen. Your heart and your mouth. Alright? For anybody to be born again, heart and mouth. With the heart you believe unto righteousness. With the mouth you confess unto what? Salvation. So believe and confess you're saved. Remember, it's a gift. You don't earn it. Saved by grace through faith is a gift of God. How do you get that gift? Believe and confess. That simple? That simple. Praise God. He says... For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Isn't that interesting? Fast track, simple refreshment. Praise God. Beloved, the gospel is the good news. The gospel is not that people have sinned and they're going to hell. That's a fact. That's not a good news. The good news is that yes, they've sinned, They're going to a Christ-like eternity if they don't receive the good news. The good news is that Jesus, John 3, 16, has done something about the whole world's problem of sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who? Who? Tall, short, dark, white, Hindu, Jew, Muslim, Igbo, Alsa, Whosoever. So the good news is for whosoever believer. That's the key word now. You must believe in him. Will not perish, but have everlasting life. Glory to God. I want to share with you in the next few minutes on how to engage in practical steps to keep the fire and the passion that the Lord has set our heart ablaze with. Burning. Number one. Please write. Number one. Very important. Number one. Develop a goal. You must have a goal. Human nature strives and aims at fulfilling goals. Aim for the sky. If you hit the roof, you've done well. But aim for the sky. a goal. What is the goal? What's your goal of soul winning for a year? This morning I want by the grace of God to introduce a goal for us as a church and this will be our baseline. You can strive to exceed that but let it be a baseline. What is it? Every day is soul per day. That means can we try and determine That within 24 hours, we will look for one person to share the love of Christ. And if you fail to do it in one day, the next day, you look for two. In seven days, look for seven. In 30 days, 30 souls. You you don't convert anybody. You share the love of Christ. It's the Holy Ghost that bears witness. So your work, my work is to share. Not saying convert. Just share the love of Christ. Can we, for every day, look out deliberately for one person to share the love of Christ? No pressure of converting that person. It's so per day. Baseline of logic. Is that okay? Can we walk with that? Some will amen. Glory to God. Now, the Saturday evangelism will, will help you because there's something beautiful about when people go out in twos. There's something about going out to witness when you are in company. Hence Jesus sent the 70 disciples in twos. Two by two, two by two, two by two. And on those weekends, Saturdays, every Saturday we we'll go out for witnessing. Uh, you, can, you can cover up grounds, perhaps you've lost in the week. So please, if you haven't joined the Saturday evangelism, join the bandwagon. Join the bandwagon, it's for your own good. The Bible says that he that wineth his soul is wise. It's wise to win souls. Why? We touch the heartbeat of the father.. Woo! You can't do that and give heaven joy and not be joyful. One of your most joyful moments if you're a believer is when you share with somebody and you lead the person to Christ. Trust me, something opens up here. You're really, really joyful because you know God used you to make heaven glad. What? <laughs> so if you're sad, Sorrowful Go out and witness You know what This was the example Jesus gave us What do you mean I will tell you Because you asked Read it Pastor Anderson Jesus had a bad news What's the bad news His first cousin John the Baptist Was not only killed Was beheaded You will think that Jesus will go To some corner somewhere And grieve For three four days Oh God. Cause John has gone. Oh God. You know what he did? He went out to preach. Just read it. He gave no room for grief. He knew how to activate joy, is preach the gospel. Because the gospel pushes back the heart of hell backward. Preach the gospel. Paul said in Romans 1:16: I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is that power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and to the Greek he knew the gospel is power when you open your mouth and proclaim the word the devil knows you just release power in the atmosphere when you confess scriptures when you're feeling down he knows you've let loose power in your mouth when your body is feeling weak begin to declare by his Christ I am healed Let the weak say, I am strong. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Guess what? The devil curls his tail. He is on the rod. He is on the loose. Why? You're releasing power. Praise the Lord somebody. Number two. Be deliberate at soul winning. In all your daily conversations and contacts with people. It's been very practical. So every day you're talking to people, be intentional. See yourself to be a fisherman. Said Simon Peter, you will no longer be a fisherman. I'll make you a fisher of men. I said to you earlier, fishermen have a bait and a hook, right? So when you're having a conversation with your boss, with your auntie, with your uncle, who's not safe, talk normally. Don't just say, are you to again? No, just have a normal, healthy conversation, right? But as a fisherman, <laughs> look out for a hook in the composition. Uh, I'll give you an example, very practical. I went out on a Saturday with, with a dear brother for evangelism and, and, and sharing our, our flyers right here at um, a Auto- modern market. We got into a shop and this particular shop, man, it was filled with shacks. Alcohol outside, alcohol within said, my God. Some people take stuff, man. You know, so we got in there and we, we just very, had a nice conversation. Laughed about the alcohol, da, 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 da. But we didn't condemn them. Didn't make them feel that they go to hell. Ha! You're selling alcohol! You're going to hell! <laughs> you are making people drive her and die on the You're going to hell! No. We just, we were there for five 10 minutes, had a very healthy conversation. I said, where are you from? I found out it's from my village next, close to me, So I had a hook. Oh, you're my, you're my brother. Ah, you're my brother, man. You're my bro, you're my bro, you're my bro. Nankar Oko, just right there. you're my bro, man. Yeah, yeah, you bro, bro, bro. My bro. So the guy relaxed. Then I, I switched into about life. He so said, this life is really vain, it's very short. Come along so short all three give their life to Christ I believe they'll come for the conference this week you know what look for a hook look for that that place of community can just talk about life Christ praise the Lord you see you have to you have to be aware of it daily don't just say I'm going to life." no you are you're an evangelist so you're you're by lifestyle Anywhere you go, driver, mechanic, playing tennis, you're looking for the hook. There's something that you can relate with them, that boom, share the scriptures. That, is that right? So it becomes a lifestyle. You don't go on and off. Saturday, I bet nice. Sunday, I know No, no, it's a lifestyle. So anywhere you go, at the airport, you're looking around. The person setting you at the till, you're looking for what, the hook. They're selling ticket. You're talking normally. Where are you going to? Lagos. Where are you from? Ah, really? Yeah. Do you know the Lord? It, find... A way to drop. You never know that may be the only gospel that person will hear before he or she dies. Don't say, I'm planning to preach. No, you're you're a preacher by lifestyle. Your life should preach. Your words will preach. Your goodness will preach. Another young lady I I met, her name is is Anna, I think it is. uh, the other place went to witness. I think she's a hairdresser or whatever it is. We we, we, we shared with a young girl. and, and she didn't know where this place was. You know, I gave her a tract, prayed with her. I took her 500 naira and gave her said, Anna, come to church. A stranger give me money to come to church. Is this Christ? And I walked away. That's a seed. She may come, may not come, but she knows somebody should love to her. So you know what? Witnessing is an investment. Number three points. Invest in the kingdom. Entracts in books buy CDs by your preacher your pastor and associates and share to your friends hundred share buy books be a book evangelist as gifts you don't know what chapter can turn their life around invest in missions recently we opened an account just for missions because we're going to or where we are now on a week-to-week basis month-to-month basis as the Lord blesses you prospers you give to missions it costs a lot to do what we're doing. You hear a conference is going to go on, so do it. So the souls that are saved that you share in the heavenly account, the last of it delivered, you share in the heavenly account. So that are ways to plug in by way of investment. Number four, engage your personal prayer, pray for the lost. What that will do, it will minimize your selfish prayers. Bless myself, my family and nobody else. Hmm? Luke 10.2 <laughs> we pray that prayer for too long. Me, myself, and I. Nobody else. Luke 10 10.2 10 two. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye. It's a prayer point. Prayer point. Pray ye. Therefore the Lord of harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest, including you and me. As you send them, lot. I have sent my, you have sent me, I'm going, I will send more. Praise God. So pray for the lost as part of a prayer point. Lord, in this environment, can we return to are not? You know, pray. This part of a prayer point. Number what? Five. Whatever number I think it is? This? Five. That's right. Make friends. Please listen. Make friends with soul winners like you who constantly challenge you. As to so winning. Some friends say, ah, you know me now, nah, it's a new thing. Ah, cool down. The fire will cool down. You know me, Roger? go cool down. <laughs> slow down. Leave, leave our guy just, 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 de- provoke now. May June go cool down. Maybe i pet for this I Go cool down. Everyone go slow down. Come, nah. Run wrong for that kind of person. It's a bad friend. It's a bad boy, a bad girl. Look for somebody who will challenge you. Say, Omar, this is real. What must be a lifestyle. Though. How can we plan to go and witness to some federal government? To ah, you know, people who will challenge you to good works. The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 27 17, iron sharpeneth iron, right? Proverbs 27, 17, iron what? Sharpens iron. Be around men who pray. Around men who witness. To keep your own fire burning. What you say with colds that is not burn you to become cold, Run from them. Ah. I close with this thought in mind. I wish I had more time. But I will will tell you why. I wanted to share a bit more. About recapturing the love of God. The Bible says in the last days. Matthew 24, 13. Thereabout. That the love of many shall wax cold. There is a war from the kingdom of darkness to make believers become cold hearted. Because iniquity shall abound. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. The love of many shall wax cold. We have to fight to keep our love walk burden. The church of Ephesus, Revelation 2. The Lord commended them for what they had done right, but said, "There's one thing I have against you: you've left the first law. It says, "Repent, return back to your first law." The I Bible declare, in First Corinthians 13:13, 13, 13, these three abide them: faith, hope and love. but the greatest of these is what? Love. Hope, faith, and love. But the greatest of this love. And in the last verse of the 12th chapter of this same 1st Corinthians which speaks about the gift of the Spirit. Nine of them. It concludes by saying that we are to pursue The more excellent way. And then chapter 13 introduces the excellent way, which is the love of God. Wow. Strap with me. So I put it this way that as important as faith is, faith is important. By faith we're saved, by faith we stand, we walk by faith, we please God by faith. Hebrews 11, verse 6. So faith is, very, very, is a very important uh, key for believers. But interestingly enough, as powerful as faith is, the Bible does say that faith cannot work outside love. Galatians 5, verse 6. Faith works by love. You see that now? So faith works within the environment of love. Why? Wow. Remember, it's the greatest of all, truck with me. The question is, why is love the greatest of all? Simply put, love is equal to God. 1 John 4, verse 8. For God is what? And by extension, for love is what? So he that hath the love has what? God. He that knows God loves. Hello, somebody. Talk with me. Faith may be the greatest activator. Oh, yeah. But love is the greatest motivator. Are you here? In other words, it is the motivation of love that will sustain what you're doing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Do you know you don't struggle to give towards what you love? You don't struggle to do what you love. You love to play exercise, you love sports, you love news. I mean, it's not work for you. You, you, just, you, just, you love it. Yeah. So, we see for God's so love he gave. So, you will give in the direction of what or who you love. I said that to say this. Our companion text says, I give unto you a new commandment that you love one another. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Why? By this, by what? By this love one to another, men shall know that you are my disciples. So, a love walk is a way to witness. It's evangelism that's one aspect. Our walking in love with each other is witness. <laughs> See, the world is in dire need of the love of God. I wish I had time. People are looking for love, not this flowery feeling you know, you're the sugar in my tea, the mustard in my net it's for three months, six months. No, 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 no. This kind of love of God is enduring. Yes. It's called a covenantal love. It's called an eternal love. It's called an everlasting love. The love came to you not based on what you did or who you are. It came to you based on who who loves you. The object. It's not the reason for the love. No. The lover is the reason for the love. That means the object cannot change the lover. Give the Bible. Romans 5 verse 8. Whilst we were yet sinners, he commended his love towards us. Oh, That means my state of being a sinner did not disqualify his love for me. Manana How much more now I am born again, blood washed, heaven bound. Uh, Listen, if being a sinner could not disqualify him loving me, what makes you think, brother, sister, that now you are a believer, there's something you've done, something you haven't done, that will make the God of love to cease to love you? Who told you that? You know why I say this? You can't give what you don't have. John 4.19 We love him because he loved us. So I can only love others if I have received his love and I'm secure in his love. Those who have not been loved can give love. Those who are not whole in love can make others whole. This love of God is selfless. It's other people minded. The love of the world is selfish. It wants to grab. It's envious. It's jealous. It's manipulative. That ain't love. But this kind of love is the one that lays down his life for others. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. You see, until this love takes over our hearts, is there already. Romans 5 verse 5. The love of God, it should have brought our hearts by what? By the Holy Ghost. Hello, someone. I I wish I had time. You see, until we allow this love to take us over, (laughs) when this love takes us over, Pastor Kenny, we will witness no longer because of a sense of duty or chore or guilt. We will witness because we love Him. And we love Him because He has loved us. To him who much is forgiven, get, loveth much. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Can you rise on your feet for two, three minutes? If you're a born-again child of God, thank him for his love that is shed abroad your heart by the Holy Ghost. Very quickly for two, three minutes. Two, three minutes. I'm gonna ask him again to activate that love. And for those who are not born again, this is your moment. To cross over. To cross over from death to life. From fear to faith. To cross over. As you turn your life to Jesus. Ask him to take over the driving wheel of your life. Shatabalos. You're in this room this beautiful morning. You're saying, man of God. I've heard God's word through your lips. I recognize the love of God for me irrespective of my misdeeds. I haven't said all my prayers. I haven't done all I ought to do, what I ought to do, how I ought to do. But I know he's merciful. This morning, I extend my hand to reach out to his mercy. You're saying, Pastor, pray with me. Lift your right hand wherever you are in this room now, unashamedly. I see that hand, my brother. Lift it all over. Don't be ashamed. All over. All over. Lift it, lift it, wherever you are. Don't be ashamed. you a man of God, pray for me. I want to change the direction. I want to change. Do I see a hand there? Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Don't be ashamed. If you are ashamed of God or Jesus, before men, he will be ashamed of you before his holy angels. God bless you my brother. With your right hand up, put your left hand on your chest quickly, wherever you are, wherever you are. Hands up, hands up, hands up, horses get caught in their hands. Let's pray quickly. Let's pray quickly. Heavenly Father, I see that hand, God bless you sir. God bless you, God bless wherever you are God bless you, let's pray Heavenly Father In the name of Jesus I come to you Just as I am I open the door of my heart As I ask you Jesus To forgive me All of my sins From today I invite you To take over The driving wheel Of my life And my destiny Thank you Jesus I believe I'm born again shout of the living God I will love you and serve you all of my days in the name of Jesus I want to pray with you very quickly Father Lord we we'll lift these ones before the throne of grace we we'll join the angels rejoicing celebrating at their deliverance their healing and their salvation if there be any burdens over their lives any curses any hexes any jinxes any disease by the power that is in the blood would declare the same broken destroyed in the name of the Lord he and she whom the Lord has made free you are free indeed in the name of Jesus Christ
0: you have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of good heart obi ekweme lead pastor of revival house of glory international church Roderick, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodhart, please call or text 0805 223 4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is, info. At r-h-o-g-i-c dot o-r-g. Also, download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at PastorGoodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is "At Apostle Goodheart." Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.